Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Learning to Be Human podcast. This podcast is all about learning to heal from shame and trauma and how we can learn to walk and to live this life as a human being. Today, we're going to be talking about the roles of elders within society and how our contemporary culture has actually sort of removed elderly wisdom from basically our culture and how at the same time it is exactly elderly wisdom that we need in order to continue to survive as a species. And so before we get started here, I'm going to start us off by a little quotation by James Hillman coming from his book, The Force of Character and the Lasting Life, discussing our uh, societal views on aging and how we can uh, perhaps take a different perspective on what it means to age. So his quote is, the shadow side of the archetypal old person is their invisibility and lack of value in a culture that worships youth speed and innovation and de- denigrates the slow reflective wisdom of the elderly so that's coming from james hillman he's a fantastic author um, highly recommend his work and just to give us a little bit of context here i'm going to kind of put us back into sort of the tribal mindset who we were as humans back when we uh, roamed the plains and lived in tribes and small bands and typically these bands were not more than 150 people, uh, typically ranging from 70 to 150. And what that meant is that we really got to know the people who are in our tribe. Um, And that included elderly people. That included people of age who were able to pass on their wisdom. And in our culture today, what has actually happened is that we have shifted our attention away from the needs and roles of a small based community for survival into the role of a huge global community. And we have shifted our focus away from taking care of our tribe and perpetuating the survival of a small tribe and shifted it into the individualistic way of thinking that the only positive influence you have on society is your ability to produce something. And because of this, if we are not able to produce, if we have lost our uh, way of thinking in a normal context, if a person is to be diagnosed with Alzheimer's or dementia, then they are cast aside by our society because they are no longer productive in our consumerist sort of mentality that we have developed. And basically what that means is that we've lost this need. And what Hillman talks about in his book is that there is a role for elderly wisdom. There are some tribes he discusses that would end up killing old people. It's called gyrocide. And basically what they would do is um, it was a mercy kill. Uh, But there were some civilizations that would intentionally keep the elderly wisdom there because it played a role in bringing about decision making and providing wisdom in times of crisis for the tribe because if you have an individual who's seen 60 plus years of lifetime they have 
knowledge and experience that they're able to give to the tribe. So there is a role still within that. And today, we just don't see that as much. And so one of the problems with this is that older adults possess valuable life experience and knowledge that the younger generation can learn from. However, due to a number of social and economic factors, many elderly people are actually isolated from the rest of society and their wisdom just goes unheard. And according to a paper by Huyman and Kiak, there is a growing need for society to value and preserve elderly wisdom. And essentially what we've done and what we're continuing to do and sort of where the economic model is headed at the moment is that we are locking our elderly people into old people homes. And one of the main causes of the lack of elderly wisdom is that we are just hiding away anybody who has hit a point in their life where they are no longer able to take care of themselves. We are essentially hiding away that which we fear, which is our own fear of death and aging. And we as a culture have shifted away from aging as being this beautiful process that happens to all of us into how can we stay young forever? How can we push away the very fear that holds us in its grip, which is the fear of death, we, we can hide it and not look at it. We can put it in the closet. But the thing is, is it's still there. Um, and with these older people, these facilities, they do provide necessary care for the elderly, um, but they can also be extremely isolating and they lead to social withdrawal as well. I remember there was a story, I actually worked in a nursing home in high school and there was a woman who would come out and she had dementia and she would come out and sit at the lunch table and every single day she would wait for her son to arrive and she wouldn't eat lunch until her son would get there and her son never came and we'd be out there serving her and you want anything to eat and she'd just say no I'm, I'm gonna wait for my son to get here and that it was heartbreaking to to experience that and to see that every day and um, I've definitely firsthand experienced what it is like for the social isolation to take place. And it can have extremely negative effects on the psyche of uh, the elderly population as well. Like, only imagine, um, not only are you in need of help from others, but the very people who you have close connections to aren't even coming to help you. And not only that, but anybody who's left in a lonely situation isn't going to have positive health effects. We're a very social species. Um, and this actually comes from a paper by Smyre, who notes that aging in place can provide a sense of autonomy and connectedness to the community that is often missing in institutional settings. And so what that means is that uh, having the elderly be a part of our families and our social systems, um, it can actually help the community itself to thrive. And then if we're to look at this from a post-union perspective or a, a perspective uh, as of those who are would consider themselves to understand Carl Jung's teachings, um, for instance, James Hillman was union, the individual at the beginning of this podcast whose quote we read, he talks about this idea of the collective unconscious, which is basically this part of the psyche that all human beings share, that this is kind of the deepest levels of the psyche in which we all sort of share a similar commonality to the experience of just being a human being. And Hillman actually argues that 
Uh, it's through the collective unconscious that elder wisdom is passed down from generation to generation and contributes to the development and the evolution of culture itself. And by valuing and preserving elderly wisdom, society can benefit from the knowledge and experience of its elders. And so to sort of wrap this all up, um, the lack of elder wisdom in society is just a pressing issue at the forefront of our culture today, especially with the huge rise in boomers now entering into this stage of growth. And it's something that needs to be addressed. And by recognizing the importance of elder wisdom and taking steps to value and preserve it, we can ensure that future generations benefit from the knowledge and experience of our elders. And it is our responsibility to create a society that values and respects its elders. And this starts by listening to their wisdom and recognizing their contributions. And so with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. If you would like, the citations are down in the link below and have a great rest of your day. Take care.